I just I just alluded to this uh, off microphone <laughs> before we started, but it 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 feels really good to be in front of a microphone. Mm. Um, we had to we we delayed recording this week by we did. three days mm-hmm. um because of because of a covid scare basically yes yeah uh, which is the time you know i don't like to bring it up a lot um no. we've kind of been we've kind of we haven't dodged the fact that there's a pandemic because no, no. in many ways the pandemic has affected the movie industry it's affected <sighs> the world in which we podcast about yeah um but we don't. We we've tried not to dwell on it. We've tried to be an escape from from all of that that crap. For sure. Um, but yeah, it was uh, there was like some testing and some self isolation that happened, and mm-hmm. I didn't have access to my gear, and it was just you know. So we pushed it off. But it's it's weird. It's weird how much I think my muscle memory or like my <laughs> weekly schedule, right? My my podcastian rhythm, which is a little. For anyone who like knows the brain and circadian, anyways, I like uh, it. I like it's, it. It's 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 come to like depend on this podcast <laughs> because because like Tuesday Tuesdays is typically when we record and Tuesday sure. rolls around and if Tuesday night I'm not sitting down and and chatting with you about movies, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm lost. I, I, I you know I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. It's. Yeah, it's we are creatures of habit. Like I even like mm-hmm. I have a routine. I get the same drink. I do it at the same time. And that night when I sat there, like I was just like, I, this is usually when I sip on this. This is usually when I chat about films. It's 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 weird. It's weird. I think it's been weird for us, but for the listener, it shouldn't. It'll disrupt um, a little bit. But the main episode. Yeah, you're gonna get this episode, episode on a Saturday. Yeah, so that'll be a little adjusted. But the the overall scheduling shouldn't be thrown off, so it's it's more weird for us, I would think. Well, for you and, and me, ultimately, you and I. ultimately, I think it'll work out fine for the listener, um, because you know what, you're gonna get this today, and then tomorrow is our Snyder cut. You get like two days. You get back to back podcast action. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt bad because I, I texted Pete and I was like, hey man, I can't do it tonight. We got to push it off. And he's like, oh yeah, 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 that's fine. No worries. Mm-hmm. And then I think like five minutes later, he had had some time to think about it. And he's like, man, <laughs> now I literally have no excuse not to call my mom back. Thanks a lot, dude. And I was like, whoa, whoa. It's, it's still you know. your fault. It's still my fault. That's yeah. okay. You have a nice mom. You have a really Thank nice you. mom. You, you listen. I knew your is- mom before I knew your mom was your mom. I didn't remember. Like, I can't say the same thing for your mom, but what I can say is your mom is also nice. So we have that in common. My mom. That we have nice moms. My mom is like, you know, and she'll listen to that. My mom will listen to this. Mm. Even though she's never seen Black Mirror, she has no oh, idea. Cool. She's no idea what we're talking about. But my mom, she's just, she's one of those moms. Yep. That's like constantly, you know, whatever my kids do, I'm going to consume it. Right. Um, Fun fact. So, you know, <laughs> while we're in the business of praising mothers, um, my mom is one of my favorite qualities about my mom. Well, I, I, I've never just like talked about my mom very much on this show. This is episode mm. 131, and I've never just like full on praised my mom. So, Here something amazing about my, so yeah, something amazing about my mother, one of my favorite qualities about her 
is that she is completely content living vicariously through her children. And oh, cool. so um, a number of years ago now, geez, like six, six years ago or something, um, I took like a four day, four or five day trip to New York City. Mm. Um, we were there for a conference, so we, we weren't doing touristy stuff the whole time. Oh, but there okay. was still a bunch of time to sure. do touristy stuff. Yeah, but um, still. And New York was kind of always on... Um, it was kind of always on my mom's list. You know, she'd love to go to New York, which mm. fun fact, when I was a little kid, you know, little kids like mispronounce words. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah. When I was a kid, I would call it Unork. Oh, nice. I had like a, I had like a dyslexic thing about it. <laughs> That's um, cool. But so anyways, um, yeah, she always wanted to go to New York, always wanted to go to New York. And as soon as I went to New York and came home with a bunch of pictures, she was content. Hmm. That was it. That was good enough. The fact that one of her children got Mm. to go and experience that, that was, that was good enough for her. Yeah. Which is a rare quality. Anyways, hello and welcome. Welcome. It's a bit of a long convoluted intro. Hey, that is what podcasts are about. It's, it's true. I think Mm. if you look up the, the Wikipedia (laughs) Hey, John podcasts. There's a section there about that. Um, We're the movie men. My Mm. name is Brady. Pete over here. And uh, yeah, we review movies most of the time. Um, But today we're continuing a series that we have uh, going about Black Mirror, which is they're kind of like short films. Each one Mm. is kind of like a mini movie. Right. I would. Oh yeah, like it's I mean, yeah. So that's how we've rationalized that. That's how we've you know. That's how we've come to terms with, with you know, with the <laughs> fact that we're doing a Black Mirror series. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what is this? Season two, episode. Oh, uh, four, is three, episode three or four. Uh, oh. Unfortunately, the Waldo moment. The, the Waldo moment. Yeah, actually, I wrote down the same thing. I wrote down the title, but not the episode number. But. Well, uh, we both fail. Um, <laughs> Time to redeem ourselves. Yeah. So, listen, I um, I just want to say, like, one thing off the top. Um, because it's literally the only, like, fully formed thought that I have <laughs> about this episode. All right. Um, and then once I say that, I'm going to, I like, you know. Yeah. The eggs are in your basket, sir. Oh, sure. Um, this is the first episode since um, since the first episode, since the National Anthem episode. Mm. This is the first episode that feels 100% plausible. Oh, sure. Maybe, yeah. Un- yeah. maybe unlikely. Yeah. Um, but totally plausible in the sense sure. that it didn't really require any technology that we don't, or like all of these other ones have been like, Okay, so we live in a world where everything's basically the same except for this fictitious advancement in technology. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this one, like, the technology going into Waldo, he's, he's like, a, such a low graphically rendered character. Right. It's so, it's so plausible. Yeah. Like, it's, it's that, that, 
exists. We 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 actually have the technology to do what it was done with Waldo mm. far more advanced than that. We could we could make it look far more realistic than that and mm. render it in real time. That's mm. that is technology that we have. Right. Um maybe mm. not with as, you know, mobile a setup as as they were using. Sure. Um but it is enti- it's entirely plausible so anyways it's it's to me and to me that's a demerit Mm, to me it's a demerit that this is an episode where it's like okay i you're not you're not getting me to suspend disbelief at all you're not getting me to go oh wow what is this world all about (laughs) right um it's just too grounded i think i think with black mirror episodes there's a really there's a fine line I think that this episode and I think that the first episode are both too grounded. Hmm. And I think the second episode, which was the the 15 million merits, I thought oh, that that yeah. one wasn't grounded enough. That one was like, there was too much of a, a, a futuristic change. There was too much of a, of a technology pill that the episode was trying to get me to swallow for me to really feel like I could connect to it or right. relate to it or r- reflect as a result of what they were showing me. I'm like, well, yeah, but it's, 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 it's too different of a world. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, to me, that was, um, yeah, I, we've had, this is the third episode that I feel like has missed the sweet spot. Right. Um, and uh, and yeah, and it, and it's done so because it's too, it's too too, too plausible real. given this current state of our world. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that's literally my takeaway. Now I'm <laughs> handing I'm handing you the reins, sir. Sure. Well, uh, yeah, the Waldo moment. Uh, just at request at some listener feedback we've gotten. Uh, I will. Oh, just- Carl Eastman, <laughs> who shall remain nameless. Um, no whiny just, baby. <laughs> listen, he's a fan. All fans deserve uh, to give feedback, and that's okay. Um, so yeah, with this episode, obviously, just a quick kind of uh, brush up on what happens if you've uh, you know want to hear this episode but haven't watched the Black Mirror episode recently. There's this human individual whose job is to perform as this uh, digital character as kind of Brady alluded to and it's like a realism of, of his body movements and he voices the the um, the character it's kind of like a 21st century equivalent to like being a puppeteer and allegedly a children's character uh, yeah really allegedly oh. yeah in the yeah. beginning it's it's that the Waldo's show right. is, is a children's program. But it's like, it's it's pretty vulgar shit for oh yeah, for kids yeah. So when we're introduced to this character, he's mainly I believe on like talk shows where he kind of has political satirical material where he'll interview politicians and just kind of farcically make jokes or kind of embarrass them, and then things kind of escalate when he uh, just does more real time. Uh, like on the street harassing or, or kind of provoking of 
uh, specifically one politician, but eventually other politicians. And then eventually it gets to the point where he is invited to political debates with candidates and to the point where he actually uh, this character that is not the human being, but the character gets like a, a voting ballot uh mark on uh, in the election and um, he gets his own political platform he gets his own political platform his own campaign his own campaign and um it, uh, there's some things that happen along the way as far as um just uh, the commentary on people being frustrated with the political system and they'd rather vote for someone who <clears throat> pardon me sir vote for someone who doesn't really have any political agendas but just is just kind of kind of pointing and expl- and kind of highlighting problems with the political system and they'd rather just vote for that and throw their vote on him than vote for someone yeah. who they view as skewed or view as um, just kind of the same old crusty uh, polit- politician who doesn't care about the individual. So um, I think, I mean, in a nutshell, I mean, we could go more into detail, but I think that's, uh, am I missing anything for the summary? Like, uh, that's... I don't... No, I don't think so. And actually, yeah. your summary, which I think is is done exquisitely, yeah. um, has raised another point to my, Good. you know, has Good. made me aware of another point. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that is that without, without singling out any world leader, mm-hmm. it seems like... Um, it seems like there's this trend that's happening in regards to moving away from politicians and moving into political characters hmm. in in the real world. Hmm. Um, one specific recent world leader, who again, I'm not going to single out, no, no, um, but was was certainly not your garden variety politician. Mm-hmm. Um, was more of a celebrity figure, was more of a social media presence, was more of a a um, TV personality um, who who got to call the shots, almost like almost treated the the country like a game show, and they were the host. Um, but it was like a, a you know a totally off the rails game show where like you know the host the host was all, you know the the politician was almost Jerry Springer who mm-hmm. was k- kind of there just to like steer the conversation and then also like you know if thought if things were getting too boring was there to like poke a stick at something <laughs> to to further the plot right um but I do think that that's something, if you look at the world leaders, if you look at uh, politicians from 20 years ago hmm. um, versus politicians that we have now, and I don't know if this is a result of social media, I don't know if this is a result of the internet, and everyone has always everyone has always just been this crazy, but now it's easier to spread the crazy and, and give people more access to the crazy. Um, <laughs> but I do, I think we're, I think, I think we're seeing the decline of the traditional politician hmm. and we're seeing the rise of the character the, the political character hmm. right the person who we vote for not necessarily because of their policy but because we like them more mm. because we think their personality is more favorable 
Hmm. To hell with what they think about abortion <laughs> or gay marriage or, um, you know, any other and uh, climate change, any other smattering of, of, of world issues. Um, it, it suddenly it's becoming not as much about that, whereas it's becoming, well, I agree with, I agree with this person's policy, but I also think they're a dick. <laughs> and so, because what we've seen too mm-hmm. is how often, right? Like you and I have never discussed who we vote for in any, in any no. campaign, any election mm. that's happened since yeah. we've started this show. No. However, I can say, and for myself, and I know that a lot of other people have been have been put in positions where they do this, mm-hmm. where they go, I'm not, I'm not, it's not that I'm voting for this person, mm. it's that I'm not voting for this other person. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's not that I'm voting, it's not that I want to vote this person in, it's that I don't want this other person to get in right strategically and i'm not happy using with the choice vote. that i'm yeah yeah, yeah. I, i'm not happy with the choice that i'm picking mm. but i'm less happy with the choice that i'm not picking it's like picking um, the lesser of two evils kind of thing yeah right or, or or yeah just in general you're like well i'm not voting i don't want to vote this person in i just want to vote this person out and that means <laughs> voting for this person sure um which again, and I think that that's not like, you know, which which could have you voting for someone whose policy you don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, it's not about their policy. It's about, I hate the current person. Mm-hmm. I don't like the woman who's in there currently. I don't like the guy who already has the position. Mm-hmm. I think they're a dick. I think <laughs> they're a horrible person. Doesn't matter if their policy is good. It doesn't matter if their policy is what's better for the the state or the province or the country or the municipality or whatever it is. It's just I, for whatever re- for whatever my reasons are, whether it was the response they gave in an interview or um, how they conduct themselves in their personal life or whatever it is. Um, I don't like this person. Hmm. And so we vote based on personality and not based on politics. Hmm. What say you, sir? Yeah, I mean, you raise a really good point. I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of different mitigating factors that can influence how we vote. And yeah, I it'll be interesting to see if kind of your original point kind of where the future goes with who our politicians are if they continue to be historically what they've been or if there's this kind of blend of what we've seen a little bit and if that changes going forward and well like let me ask you this yeah if you okay say there's say it's like um because in most elections, let's be honest, there's a bunch of different parties, but in most elections, it's down between the two people. Yeah. It's either going to be the person who's currently in or the new guy. Yeah. Right? Or if that person's run their maximum amount of um, terms that they can serve, then it will be 
two new people, one from the the already in party and one from from the competing party. But mm. let's say that's not the case. Let's say let's say there's there's a person who's currently up for re-election and there's a person who's looking to dethrone them. Okay? Right. And let's say you personally, Pete, you are completely in favor of the policies of the person who is in office. Mm-hmm. And you think that the, those policies and those morals and the rules, the regulations, the, the, the whatever, those are what's best for the country. Let's say this is a national level thing, federal, mm-hmm. federal election. And, and, and that's, that's great. <laughs> And the person who's looking to dethrone them, you really, yeah, some of their policies, yeah. But whereas you love the policies of the person who's in, you really don't like a lot of the policies of the other, the, the person who's trying to get in. Hmm. However, the person who's trying to get in is like, you know, universally agreed <sighs> upon that this person is like, you know, reads to children and is is just like this incredible good wholesome human being <laughs> and the person who's in office right now whose policies you love and agree with have are like you know publicly fighting a cocaine addiction and they're like let's say it's like something really politically ugly and nasty you know has had an affair and they're splitting up their like whatever the huge sex scandals and whatever else (laughs) would you be tempted to vote for the person whose policies you didn't agree with as much because you didn't think that the the person who you know whose morals are aligned in having a, an affair mm-hmm. even though even though you love their policies you're like ah, but that there's that whole like sleeping around thing and that's not good <laughs> yeah. what oh. would you would you be swayed or or at least tempted to vote for the person whose policies you didn't agree with as much right there's so much to bite off and chew here with the question you've posed because so part of me is saying yeah obviously you should there's part of me as a human being that would want to vote for the the more genuine sincere human being and then there's part of me that would say let's be detached let's have column a be column a column b be column b doesn't matter if billy's into uh you know a cocaine addiction and he's having just a wild kind of political disaster going on as long as he's doing his job and leading his jurisdiction whatever it is provincial state city whatever we're talking about here as long as he or she is doing that properly then maybe you should just look the other way and say they're dealing with their problems as a human being it's not me to vote them in because of their problems or not they're i'm supposed to vote them in on uh, based on their merit and if they're doing their job that that's maybe all that matters from my perspective i'm can i i want to sidestep your question a little bit yeah sure but it's not really sidestepping it because this whole convoluted example you gave me is reinforcing why i want to ask my question so I think they point blank said this in in the episode. So I don't think I'm really going on anything new. 
And if I am, it was hinted at, and then I'm just kind of pointing a question at it. But my question to you is, are politicians obsolete? Because, right. so in the example you're giving, like, at the end of the day, what a lot of crap. Like, I don't want to have to trudge through this. And how much of every political de- um, election or every political debate on who should we vote for, when you boil it down, it's a lot of garbage that doesn't matter. Like, you know what I right. mean? Like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we want a system where people are represented, the, the interests of the people are represented, and someone leads to further and better whatever jurisdiction they're running. At the end of the day, if we're having to debate on, well, this guy's a meth addict, and but he's doing his job, so maybe we should do it, or this guy's not doing his job, but at least he does some of these policies well... At the end of the day, are politicians obsolete? Because whether we're talking now, a hundred years ago, or even like in Greece, where like people were elected and represented, and there was a republic, the point of politics is for one to represent the many. Because it's just impractical. For I'm going to use Canada as an example. It's not practical to have 34 million people have an equal say in a democratic way like that's just logistically impossible or at least it has been what this episode kind of put forward was maybe citizens citizens should just have a vote on literally every decision and that way it's literally taking the hands out of the power out of the hands of the politicians and it's literally the people deciding what matters on or what is decided on on every every decision like everything we don't have to decide well this politician represents me out of nine out of ten things so i guess i'll go with him but the big thing he's not in line with me i guess i should maybe vote for this woman you know it just takes all that ambiguity and kind of concoction of just mess out of the political equation here may and we have the technology like i'm, I'm being a little silly but like facebook voted have a secure online version to have people register and vote. We have people registering at home for COVID precautions to vote for various political things that now, like it's not bending any laws of science. Like we can easily do this. And the only caveat I'd say is yes, there probably still would need to be some people in political power just for like cases of emergency, like COVID or like whatever you want to give an example of where in a state of emergency, you need to say, okay, we probably can't let people choose on this because it could be skewed and greater damage could be done. So, you know, whether it be closures, whether it could be insert, you know, action of tough decisions that need to be made. So maybe, you know, they're kind of the equivalent of kind of like an on-call politician that only gets kind of limited but definitive power for short periods of time. And um, for the rest of the time when everything's status quo, you, me, and uncle joe get our our um our our votes on political decisions like maybe maybe but maybe politicians aren't aren't uh, aren't needed what what do you think about that i, I kind of i'm kind of answering your question with the question but i think your your convoluted and accurate but convoluted portrayal of what our political system is right now kind of highlights my question of why why do we do this like do we need this system Right. I think, um, so ultimately, no, I don't, I don't think they are obsolete. Um, okay. okay. 
And the reason being, I think, I mean, yeah, so like you said, there are emergency situations. And and, and there's two examples that I'm Mm. going to use. One real life that you've kind of already alluded to, and then one that's a little more fictitious. Um, So the first one being COVID. Mm -hmm. And and the requirement of people wearing masks. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. anyone anyone with a level head on their shoulders, I think at this point would argue that as irritating as masks are and can be, it's kind of one of those greater good scenarios. Yeah. However, oh, yeah. Yeah. a lot of the population, like I don't know if you... Uh, I mean, Canada is one thing, like, but like, especially the states right now, from what we've mm. seen mm-hmm. in the states. Um, I don't know that if you were to do a countrywide poll of the United States of America and said, should we make masks mandatory or not? Mm. I don't know that you would get 50% or more who said yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, in which case... People are stupid and you can't like like as a rule in general, in, in panicky situations, people are in or or emergency situations, people are panicky and stupid and entitled. Mm-hmm. And you kind of just need someone who we have voted on <laughs> and the majority has agreed this person is level headed enough to make mm. these decisions. Right. Right. So I see voting a politician in kind of like kind of like you know, taking all of these micro votes that you're talking about and just mm, kind of mm-hmm. combining them into one vote. Sure. Saying, you know what, I don't need individual say over every matter. And I believe that this person is in line enough with the answers that I would give to those votes. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, the fictitious example is I've been watching the TV series 24 with a friend. Oh, with, nice. a, with a friend? I don't know why my voice <laughs> cracked there. Um, I've been watching it with a friend, and we're on the second season right now. And in the second season of Twenty Four, there is um, the the episode. Or the season is about a nuclear threat. So there's there's a nuclear bomb. Terrorists have a nuclear bomb somewhere in the city of Los Angeles that they're planning on detonating at some point during the day. Hmm. And there are a lot of judgment calls in this season that the president of the United States needs to make, whether it being granting presidential pardons to uh, prisoners who may have information and are only going to cooperate if we pardon them for their crimes, um, or if it's deciding whether or not to like there there are things and i don't again like i'm sure this happens in canada too um but maybe happens more in the states and maybe happens more in tv shows than it does in real life i don't know (laughs) like my 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 understanding would be what these tv shows kind of present and and it's something that i don't have trouble buying into as a reality is that stuff like terrorist threats and maybe not always nuclear, but like stuff like terrorist threats or assassination threats or whatever. This shit happens in the dozens every single day. Hmm. And and so in in okay, so you haven't seen the first Men in Black movie. No. You haven't seen any Men in Black yet. No. Um, but no. there is there's a there's a great line. Spoiler for Men in Black. There's this great line 
where in the first Men in Black movie, um, Will Smith, who's kind of the rookie, he's, he's, he's just kind of been recruited to this Men in Black agency, is talking to Tommy Lee Jones, who's the battle-hardened veteran of dealing with, you know, of this this government agency who deals with, who who um, who monitors and polices alien activity on the planet. That's that's the this this government branch's job. Hmm. And there's this threat. There's a threat to to wipe out and annihilate the planet. And Tommy Lee Jones seems surprisingly laid back and cavalier about it. And <laughs> and Will Smith is a little more like, holy shit, dude, like there's there's a, there's an alien threat. Right. And Tommy Lee Jones says there's always an alien threat or a this or a that or a whatever. There's always something like that happening. And the only way that the world can, the only way that, that, that the people of the United States or the people of the world continue on with their miserable little lives is that they do not know about it. Hmm. And I would imagine that federal politics or the federal government is, is, is probably pretty similar. The United States probably faces threats and crisis situations on an almost daily basis, decisions that the president deals with or signs off on or are resolved covertly that never reach the press. And so one of the things that's happening in this season of 24 is, yeah, there's there's a nuclear threat and they've decided not to say anything to the press because they want to avoid causing a panic. And so if you have this system where everybody votes on everything and it's like, okay, well, what do we do about this nuclear threat? You have to tell everyone, hey, there's a nuclear threat. And then nobody's voting because they're getting in their car and they're killing each other on the freeway <laughs> in order to try to get out of the city. Right. I mean, right? so I agree with you, but I think my general thought was you do still have a politician in power. And sure, maybe you have a state of emergency act where maybe they only handle those those things where hey they're not going to have a facebook vote of should we <laughs> give in to this terrorist act or not and uh maybe they get increased powers when there's more broad states of emergency where they have to make kind of rapid successive decisions in a row but well i, and I, I feel I like there's a slippery some, slope I, oh, oh I think it's a, yeah like I, I think it's a slippery slope for two reasons because one before you say those reasons who, I will agree with you because it's it's easy for us to sit in this chair to say this is what it is like with any black mirror episode when we kind of right. judge and make judgment calls on these people but actually in practice it would be crazy slippery but con continue continue well so in this situation one who is it that's then deciding which vote like so now you've got do we need to have votes to decide which votes are votes and which votes are like, do you know right. what I mean? Then you, yeah. oh, you've yeah, still yeah, got yeah. someone who's calling shots with that. And Shoot. two, my thoughts would be, listen, let's say Canada adopts this, this format. Sure. Where Gives all of the really run. serious decisions, all of the big decisions are handled by the prime minister. Sure. And the mundane don't really matter, aren't going to be too disastrous if, you know, either way kind of decisions are left up to the people. Mm. Well, I can tell you right now, <laughs> for the most part, the only votes that I'm actually going to pull out my phone and log in and bother <laughs> voting on 
are the ones that aren't being given to me as votes anyways. Potentially, Because yeah. for the rest of it and the majority of it, I don't care. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I I don't I don't care right and and right. so and I think you're gonna find that you're gonna find that a lot of people aren't voting any you you know so you've got these things that are going out and only four percent of the population are voting anyways mm-hmm. so what difference does it make you're still you're still not getting an accurate representation and then mm-hmm. the other issue you run into is that again not only are people panicky and stupid but people are assholes and people are racist. And and people are sadly this sexist is true. Yes, and homophobic and 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 every form of prejudice. So I yeah. don't want I don't want there to be mm. like I, I think right. there are some decisions that true. you know like so this is an issue in Canada right now when it comes to so an an issue that we have in Canada right now is trying to get fresh drinking water to our indigenous mm. population. Right. To our aboriginals. And that should not be a vote. There should be no option for someone. There should be no. There's no scenario where someone who doesn't believe. That there's a group of people in Canada who don't deserve fresh drinking water. There's no scenario where that person should be given a voice. Oh, yeah. And, and it just freaks me out because, again, people are like – people flock in these herds and like one person, one racist person creates five racist people who create 30 racist people and so on and so forth. And so mm. what happens? What happens when you say, hey, well, you know, we've got this decision that we're going to make or we need to make and it's going to cost us $40 million, but those $40 million are going to ensure – fresh drinking water to the indigenous communities for the next 50 years. Hmm. And what happens? God forbid. Right. Right. That, because again, you're not getting everyone who votes. Yeah. Because in that situation, the people who think, well, obviously we should do it, aren't going to vote because they're going to think, well, obviously it's what's going to happen. The people, the majority of the people who are going to vote are the people who hate the indigenous and don't want them to happen. They're gonna. They're going to step up to stop something they don't want to happen, as opposed to encourage and ensure something that they do think should happen. Hmm. And you will. You will get votes where because only three percent of the population voted, we're not going to do this thing that gives people fresh drinking water because only the racist assholes voted. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so, like, that's, that's, I think, I, unfortunately, I think that there are, there are a, a significant number of people in no matter which country you go to, there are a significant number of people, the majority of people who are not and will never be politicians, will never be in, in a position where they are making decisions for a, a larger group of people. And that's probably a good thing. Mm. And so yeah. we just need to continue to vote for the people who we think are the most. And there's always going to be compromise. You'll never find a politician who, you know, you're like, oh, God, it's like you were designed for me. Because everything <laughs> I believe, you also believe. And it's right. just perfect and everything's okay. Um, but you need to vote for the person who you think, yes, this is the closest 
to mm. how I would do things. Right. Um, and again, they, they're, they're not going to do everything the way that you would do it, but that's maybe also a good thing because you too are flawed. Mm-hmm. And maybe some of the decisions you would make are boneheaded decisions. Right. Um, but yeah, we just, we do. We need, we need smart, educated people who understand the way the system works because that's the other thing too. I'm going to start voting on shit that I don't understand. Right. And I'm not going to take the time to understand the right. the the ramifications, the domino effect that happens if I make this decision. There are sure. people who have done ridiculous amounts of schooling and and research and have really like it's their job hmm. to like in, there there are some governmental decisions, some some national federal decisions where there is literally a person whose career, whose whose political career it is to deal with this decision and the outcomes of this decision, whether we go yay or nay, and then to see that decision through. Hmm. So, so some decisions, most decisions, if not all decisions, are just too big for me to understand or take the time because I'm not going to take the time. I'm going to vote. I'm going to go, mm. uh, yeah, I'm 40 million seems like a lot of money, but <laughs> but I don't actually know. I don't have I don't understand the national debt. I don't understand how any of this shit works. Mm. And so no, I should not the only vote that I should be given is to select the person who knows way more than I do and is way more qualified to deal with this than I am. I get a vote to try to pick who that person is. Hmm. And then aside from that, it's in it's in the hands of people who are far more capable to deal with these decisions than I am or ever will be. Yeah. I mean, I think Which you is a some convoluted points. answer to your question, but yeah. no, I don't think they're obsolete. I do. Yeah, I, yeah. I absolutely think we need politicians. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you raised some points and I think, I mean, at the end of the day, I think you're right. I think maybe there's some opportunity for technology to be used to open up the floodgates as far as some deciding but maybe you're right maybe at the end of the day those decisions would be the decisions that are just kind of puff pieces that either don't matter or just kind of will get skewed by opinion and yeah i I guess like anything black mirror raises it's complicated and um well, and I also assume, yeah. like, well, you know, I get pissed off when my phone, like, I, there's there's too many friggin' notifications on my phone as it is. <laughs> right. How many decisions, like, I think people underestimate. Right. Like, you say this, and I'm, yeah. I'm literally picturing 20 plus votes that daily. Right. If it's every <laughs> single decision. Yeah, that's true. It's just so, like, nobody cares. No one's going to do, you. people say they care, but they don't care. Right, okay. But, okay, so I think I think you need to take it back a step, because we're not going to say, hey, town residents of Ituna, we're going to have a vote on should we have this decision made for infrastructure reasons and make some nitty-gritty, like, okay, should we have zoning of... I'm trying to think of like some convoluted, complicated, like detail specific example, and I can't. So, think but again, of it, then but who is making that decision? Well, I think I think there would be certain things that you divvy out to the specializations that you say. So, like, okay, we have structural engineers make decisions, and we have military personnel make these decisions. 
but the things that are in the gray, like things that are in the gray areas where, hey, there's really no definitive right answer where there's pros and cons to both. So it's not like saying, okay, should we reinvest in infrastructure and everyone says no and the world goes to shit in two days or two years. Uh, it's more just like, okay, we've we've had our experts make make informed decisions on these and we've come to these two options and we really can't like it's literally a risk benefit analysis where there's merits to both there's drawbacks to both how do we decide maybe maybe those are the decisions that go to the people and the ones that are clear cut where a group of experts can make a decision and it's clear cut that we should say yes we should go forward this i'm i'm not really arguing with you because i think you're right like where, who decides what is voted and who doesn't like I think it's a fun concept to debate but I think you're right like I don't think I don't and think I, there's I, a, but I think when boots I think are on the ground ways, I think it's it's impossible I think in a lot of ways those decisions already are going to the people now it not necessarily in means of a, a vote that pops up on your phone but public backlash and protests to a degree and to you know, agree. So, like, if, if a decision is made that the majority of people aren't happy with, their voice gets heard. Like, it's, it's you know, if, it, if it's truly a, a, an issue that matters. And again, like, you know, for again, I just think most of these issues don't, like, people, people get bent out of shape about something that doesn't affect you. Right. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But what are your, do you have anything else? Like I'm, I'm that, happy that to is, just, <laughs> that's literally we haven't really it, talked man. about the, the episode of the, th- but it's I, no, not a lot I, there. Like it, the, the show kind of proposes some of these questions and mm, we've unpacked mm. these questions, which is typically yeah. what our Black Mirror episodes are anyways. It's yeah. sort of a, a, a divulgence from our, um, our typical format and, um, yeah. yeah. Airs a little bit more on the side of, um, you know, open-ended sort of open freestyle conversation. Yeah. yeah, I like that you use the word freestyle because I haven't heard that word used quite recently. It's the only way I rap, sir. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm gonna yeah, lay that... down a, a fat beat. It's uh, there's no pre-planning. <laughs> that's that's all I've got for my notes. What what would you give this? What would you rank this? Uh, episode whoa you're asking me first i'm uh oh wait actually i mean i normally ask you first but no like it's fine i just (laughs) in 131 episodes you've never asked me first and i'm just feeling you know i that's a little i think that's a little too freestyle for me (laughs) i think we need to (laughs) we we need to return to format pete zero to ten what do you think (laughs) <laughs> I give it a six. Um, you know what the most stimulating episode as far as like, like you said, there wasn't a lot of burning questions from it. Uh, but mm. at, from a personal level, it wasn't overtly disturbing. And so it was still fascinating. And the fact that it didn't, gr- didn't gross me out, I'd say it's a strong six. It's not a, it's not like, wow, this is bad. I'm going to give it lower than uh seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, Interesting. I, it was it was a interesting watch, but uh, a six. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. What about right. you? Uh, you might be surprised. I think. You can might I guess? Be I, I think it'll be below five. Okay. You are correct. 
So okay. the only other the only other Black Mirror episode that I've given a rating below five, I believe. The only other one I've given below five was the first one, was National Anthem, which I gave a four. It was either a four or a four point something. For some reason, hmm. I think four point two, but the, I could also just be <laughs> pulling that out of my ass. I don't. I, sure. I don't really know. Sure. I give this just a, a flat, no decimal point, just just a flat two out of ten. I th- this episode does n- almost nothing for me. Mm. Almost nothing. Cool. So yeah, it, which I, I mean, I don't even, I can't even really expand on. I just, I, I don't, I don't think the episode is worth me expanding on, on my score. Like it's just, I just don't like it. Sure, that's fair. I just don't like it. Cool. So, uh, wrap it up, man. Cool. Like, follow, subscribe on our social media pages below: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. That's where we send out our new information. It's where you can influence our show by voting on what film we should review. Uh, thank you for listening. And, um, yeah, um, until till our next episode, which in this case will be within Tomorrow. Like a day. With like a day. Yeah, one yeah. day. So Chances um, are, chances are by the time you're listening to this, because not everyone like hops on it right away. So no, chances are by the time you're listening to this, the next one's already out. Right. Yeah. That's or true. like ten. Or like fifteen. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but um yeah. but we thank you for listening all the same. We do. So until next time. Bye bye. <laughs>